SAFM 104 to 107 all right, well, the big announcement yesterday from President Cyril Ramaphosa that he'll lead a team of six African presidents to meet with the leaders of both Russia and Ukraine in a bid to stop the war between them. Ramaphosa says he'll be joined by the presidents of Senegal, Ghana, Egypt, Congo and Zambia and that both President Vladimir Putin and President Volodymyr Zelensky have approved of the plan and, as I understand it, will receive them in Moscow and Kiev. We're joined now by our minister at the Department of International Relations and Cooperation, Dr. Naledi Pandor. Minister, good morning, and I really appreciate the time. Uh, good morning, uh, Stephen, and morning to the listeners of, of the SAFM. What is driving this proposal? What's the plan? How do you expect it to work at this stage? Well, I, I, I think and I heard you say earlier that uh, you're going to interview uh, Vincent Maguenga. So perhaps uh, you should ask him to uh, bring President uh, onto your program so that the President can speak to this. But essentially, uh, we've been concerned for some time at uh, the impact uh, of this uh, conflict between Russia and Ukraine and have sought to speak to uh, both leaders as well as uh, uh, other leaders. President has been speaking uh, to leaders in Europe, uh, the United States, uh, UK, etc., just to, to put the idea to them uh, of this uh, peace mission. And there's been uh, support for it. The concern is both the conflict, the, le- the destruction, the death, um, and of course, all the uh, ongoing tensions that are related uh, to this war. We also uh, are seeing an impact, especially on food security, on the continent, and I'm very worried about that. And, you know, from our own context, uh, the high food inflation, uh, the uh, petroleum uh, uh, price increases. So all of these uh, form a set of concerns that several leaders have been talking about for some weeks now, There have been meetings uh, in South Africa as well as in other capitals on the continent. And uh, the ideas have coalesced into this uh, uh, mission that would be led by six uh, African presidents. This is a big thing. I mean, I've never heard of six presidents trying to do something like this. Um, and that's probably the unique feature of this. It makes it impossible for the rest of the world, makes it impossible, too, for the people involved in the conflict to ignore. <laughs> that's perhaps the genius of this. Well, I think it was important to to uh, have this kind of collective uh, because uh, you, you would recall from the beginning we said, let's really look at how we can intensify the diplomatic uh, approach to resolving uh, this terrible uh, uh, conflict. And um, we have been speaking to many, many uh, leaders through President Ramaphosa and really uh, uh, saying there is an important need for Africa uh, to step out and uh, try to engage both leaders. And I think in the discussions President had uh, in the past few weeks, calling both leaders, uh, they've received the idea well, especially uh, the the collective approach um, that this process has given uh, rise to. So I hope that they won't be ignored. Um, thus far, uh, they've been, you know, the, the uh, 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 
a group has been uh, in, given a very strong indication uh, of a welcome from both presidents. I myself am off to uh, uh, Europe today, and I will be meeting the foreign minister of Ukraine. Uh, where I'm going, we happen coincidentally to be going to the same place, and we have arranged to meet. So uh, we, you know, are continuing to to make efforts to try to 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 encourage a, a route to peace. It's a very difficult conflict and for lots of reasons. And it's one of those conflicts, I mean, if you, depending on how, on your view of history, you could almost argue it goes back about a thousand years. Obviously, there's short-term reasons to do with all sorts of things, uh, post-World War II history in Europe. Uh, there are lots of different ways to look at it. And as you point out, it's a conflict that has an impact on us. It is, I suspect, going to be quite a difficult conflict to resolve. And this takes us to the question of whether the conditions on the ground are ripe to bring peace. Now, that should never stop anyone trying because sometimes just getting people into the same room is the beginning. It's very important to do. Sometimes that works. Um, are you worried that it may just be too difficult? At the same time, I think every analyst watching this is going to say any initiative to try and bring peace should be supported. Well, I think all of us uh, uh, would agree with that last point, that an effort must be made. Uh, the points you're raising uh, uh, were, in fact, uh, part of the uh, discussion with the Prime Minister of Singapore, where he, he you know, raised uh, this very uh, complex uh, set of issues, this longstanding uh, uh, you know, hostility and the need to be alert to the difficulty. Well, um, the repost by President Ramaphosa was uh, you know, a reminder of our own experience and some of the difficulties that... Uh, we confronted, including pauses uh, to the negotiations process, including uh, the debts that we had in the midst of negotiations, um, and you know, really the uh, strong commitment that uh, President Mandela and our leaders uh, showed toward uh, uh, finding you know the route to peace. So it's not it's not easy, and I don't think uh, the six leaders believe this will be, you know, a walk in the park. And to have six presidents ready to commit time to actually travel uh, to Kiev and Moscow and to uh, start speaking to the leaders about getting them around the table, that doesn't mean we assume uh, that this will be easy because there's this eminent group. It's going to be really uh, quite a tough challenge, but it has to be done. We are, and our foreign policy has been described as non-aligned. And Minister, I don't need to tell you how much discussion there's been in our society about this and about the claims made by the US last week. But I would imagine, speaking to you at this particular moment, knowing what we know now with this plan in the works, our non-aligned status on this conflict is very important for any progress to be made. A country which had chosen one side or another probably wouldn't be able to propose a plan as President Ramaphosa proposed yesterday. Um, I've, I've uh, uh, in you know the months. Of course, I listened, but I can't say you know everything. Uh, so I've heard the comments, I've seen the commentary, um, and I'm aware there've been many interactions, and at no point. Has either of the leaders ever refused to uh, speak to our president? 
Um, and I think that's a measure of how South Africa is regarded. I've even heard, uh, you know, people saying, you know, Naledi Pando's a fool, you know, uh, we, we don't have, a, you know, any proper uh, foreign policy approach. But uh, we're regarded as having a, a great deal of work uh, in uh, international matters. And so South Africa, uh, as well as uh, the other leaders uh, that have been referred to, because I don't wish uh, to create an impression that this is solely an initiative of President Ramaphosa. He has been speaking to the other five leaders consistently and uh, there's this uh, a group called the Brazzaville Foundation, uh, which is led by a former prime minister of Uganda, who's been quite, uh, uh, in, uh, uh, I think, active in roving uh, between uh, the various capitals. But it is just really in the last two weeks that I've seen a, <clears throat> a coalescing uh, of uh, the idea and, and really the uh, mission coming together in a very clear fashion. Minister, I can't imagine what your call sheet looks like this morning, so thank you for the time. I appreciate that you took our call and that your people got in touch with us. Dr. Naledi Pando is the Minister of International Relations, uh, International Cooperation, uh, is it Minister of DERCO uh, of International Relations and Cooperation with you here on SAFM this morning.